What's good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast to Live Your Best Life. You must live label free. Today I have Anthony. Anthony, can you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background? And yeah. Yes. Let us, let us hear all about you. Absolutely. So um, I have a, I chair a firm here in Chicago called Connection Global with offices here in Chicago, Atlanta, uh, and the West African region of Lagos, Nigeria. And essentially what we do is work with businesses, medium and large, helping to position them across the U.S. and internationally, if it makes sense. And most of my clients span between um, bath and body, healthcare, private aviation. Uh, And it really depends on the goal of the entrepreneur and how they want to position their business. So uh, the business is 11 years now and has been going strong and doing amazing things here in the U.S. and abroad. That's amazing. So um, tell me, tell me a little bit more about how that, that works for people that want to get involved, get involved with you. Yeah. So let's say if if you had a product, right? If you had a product that you wanted to, um, position anywhere here in the US, my firm would meet with you to really understand the ins and outs of your product. From there, we'd understand your personal and professional goals with the product. Who's your target market? Who's your reach? Um, Get into the eyes and and, and mind of your consumer. What is it that they like? What is it that they dislike? And from there, we essentially advise you on where we think you strategically be positioned in the U.S. or abroad. So really understanding your consumer and from there, paralleling that with your goals and positioning you essentially here in the U.S. or abroad. So do you do you work with more startups or all different types of businesses? Because this yeah. actually, I mean, this would have been helpful for me when I started my fashion industry or fashion my, fa- sure. my fashion line because that was like yeah. I started, I invested a lot of money, and it was like it did not go anywhere. And I think it was because number one, people are weird about their fashion. Number two, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a designer, someone that wanted to keep things manufactured here, it's more costly. And number three, I don't think I really knew who my target customer was. Certainly, certainly. Well, I would say right now we're in a startup market. Granted, you have entrepreneurs that are uh, both budding and seasoned, really looking to get into the market and understand who their consumers are. You know, I tell anyone who's looking to start business, um, why now? Now's the time to really do it because we have a market that's plentiful in terms of, you know, wanting to support all types of consumers and products and, you know, kind of unfortunately, kind of the way that the market is right now, um, it's really a market that kind of yields to business ownership, being creative, passive yeah. and aggressive income. I mean, now's the time to really do it. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I would agree. And so do you help more on the e-commerce side? I mean, I, I would think that, that would, your focus would be more geared towards that because that is the way our world is trending. Yeah, absolutely. So the e-commerce side is really booming right now and really helping clients to understand uh, payment processing and how that works in, in this day and age. And I think really paralleling sort of their products and services with the right payment processor, uh, it helps the entrepreneur um, even more because essentially entrepreneurs are not looking to shell out a lot of money right now in fees and most payment processors uh, are willing to work with entrepreneurs right now um, e-commerce and in person so again when you think about an entrepreneur's market 
now's the time uh, because unfortunately it's a good time to kind of capitalize on low interest rates, low fees, yeah, uh, pos- positioning business domestically and internationally. Now's the time. So I'm, I'm really seeing a surge in newer entrepreneurs coming aboard. Uh, fortunately for my company, the mid and large size businesses, they're, they're pretty steady right now. Uh, fingers crossed, knock on wood. Yeah, but, that's uh, good. I, that's it, good. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I'm really seeing a surge in uh, beginning and startup entrepreneurs and really helping them to understand the market that we live in and how it is that they can be creative in things that they do every single day uh, and, and how that can turn into entrepreneurship and, and yeah. essentially starting a business. And many people don't really realize the things that they do every day, um, household chores, fun things that they like to do, yeah. how much uh, innovative they can be or how innovative they can be and really turning that into a business and really helping the uh, beginning entrepreneur understand that. Man, I could have used you a while ago. I probably <laughs> still use you now for some of my, I still, sure. like, I mean, I have, I have several, I have a couple of like small businesses. I, okay. You know, like the podcast, I don't, I, it's not monetized. I mean, I would love to get it monetized because I do love doing it. Um, but that, that's more, this is more like a hobby for me. Um, and I like to talk to dynamic people and just get more exposure for, for them. And just, you know, cause you never know who, you, who you're going to reach in my audience. That's going to want to use your services or you're going to inspire or you, you never know. So, um, I just love having a, a wide range of different guests, but I have a skin, I do have skincare products and. I would like to, I need, I actually really need to sit down and read some books and figure out how I can go to market a little bit stronger with it because they're great products. Everybody Mm -hmm. that buys them loves them. And I just don't have, I have some salons here and in the the local Chicagoland area that do sell, that do carry it. I mean, right now everything's shut down. So (laughs) nobody's buying any skincare products for me. Mm -hmm. If it's not like, you know, off of Amazon or something like that, but like, oh, so how does that work? If somebody wanted to talk to you about that, do you, is there like some kind of contract that you, that you get into, or is there a, like a, a, a length of term? So why don't you walk me through that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So if there, we had a, uh, an entrepreneur that was interested in kind of starting business, the first thing we do again, we'd sit down, uh, have a consultation so that I really understand um, their business. Uh, if it's a, a new business, again, where they're looking to position in the market, who their target customer is, who they feel their target demographic is really sure. understanding that. And as I learn more about the product, I'm able to advise on that. Let's say if you had a seasoned entrepreneur, seasoned business that felt that they were going well, there's a lot of untapped territory um, in the market in terms of uh, penetrating the market with a new customer base, with uh, a new buyer that oftentimes entrepreneurs don't think about. Um, so if they feel as if they're, they're established and they're doing well, it's always good to have a consultation um, with a business professional as myself to really understand uh, other untapped areas of the market uh, that they can get into. Uh, if it's a, a startup entrepreneur, um, that's really good ground and, and ideally helping them to understand uh, maybe new waves of the market based on their products and services and looking at things like e-commerce or online sales or you yeah. know even securing property to uh, for, for storefront. It really just depends on the entrepreneur. But if someone wanted to uh, sit down with me, uh, again, it would start with a consultation of me really learning and understanding their business. Uh, and from there, we begin to uh, build out um, a, a business plan if they don't have one or really oh, okay. looking at 
at their business plan if they do have one to to really make sure that they're um, ex- really extracting uh, from their business plan. You get really in-depth then. You get really in-depth with your clients. We, we, we do. We, we do get really in-depth. And a lot of people don't realize that um, business plans are essential for them the entrepreneur. Oftentimes we think, all right, we build a business plan, take it to a bank, take it to a funder, take it to a lender, and they're going to be wild and intrigued by the business plan and ready to go. While that may be so, for the entrepreneur, a business plan is more for them to make sure that they're maintaining the checks and balances and keeping their promises uh, as they would, and and, and even keeping, uh, making sure that they're as passionate um, as they was at the startup through um, penetrating the market. So really, uh, creating a business plan to go back and, and, and self-evaluate and evaluate the business to make sure that uh, they're staying in target with their goals. So do you have customers or clients that you've wor- that you work with long-term? So like you, you engage with them, they, you help them with one product or what, or one, their business or what have you. And then th- that was successful. And then you rolled into another project with them. Does, do you come across that quite often? Absolutely. Often enough, there are a lot of entrepreneurs that in their business uh, through our conversations and, and, and talking about uh, positioning them strategically uh, here in the U.S. and abroad, as we position their current product that we're working on in the market strategically, after working that product for a little bit, they decide that there's another product or, or another innovation or innovation that we've come up with uh, while working with their primary product. And so there's a second business venture or business idea that sort of comes out of their primary. We have other entrepreneurs where we're working on one area um, of their product or their service, but I'm also, uh, after starting up their business, able to help them with selecting the right team, taking the right marketing Uh, approach, making sure that they're uh, capitalizing on uh, that customer base or that demographic. So many long-term relationships in the businesses that I work with, because it's not just, you know, one service of, of starting their business, but we work long-term. Now that you started your business, how can we make sure that your revenue streams are continuing? Based on that, how can we make sure that you're continuing to meet, reach an even broader uh, target market or, or, or customer base um, outside of your primary? From that, how are we making sure that we're selecting the right um, human resources that's going to um, really continue with uh, making sure that you have those uh, retained customers. How, are, is it, how is it that we're uh, selecting a team that's really going to make sure that, uh, you know, maybe you want to start here in Chicago, but really setting your product up to uh, eventually hit international territory. Yeah. So it's a long-term um, relationship that I build with clients that, you know, not just looking at essentially uh, the, the startup and, and, and really getting their business going, but that long-term relationship, making sure that they're continuing to make money, continuing to select the right team, make sure that, you know, in their client-based practice of their businesses, that they're continuing to uh, really retain those customers that um, has been with them uh, in the short and long run. I love it. You are very passionate about this. So I, I, I just love it. I can see how much you, so what made you want to, to, this is your business, correct? Correct. Okay. And you said it was 11 years? Is that what you said? 11 years. Yeah. So what made you want to start this? I mean, this is actually a great, I think it's a, you have a great business plan and helping people. I mean, I wish I would have known you a couple of years ago. <laughs> that would have been very helpful. But you never sure, know. Sure. There's still time. We, we might There's have to have a time. sidebar conversation, but you might be too expensive for me, but we can still have a, <laughs> we still have a consulta- consultation. But what made you get, get into this 
you're, you're an entrepreneur that's helping entrepreneurs fine tune their, their ability to go to market and be successful. So what made you want to do that? You know, I've worked in various industries. When you think about it, uh, I've worked in HR, I've worked in education, I've worked in finance, um, I've worked in business development, I've worked for uh, Fortune 500 companies, sort of always in a business development role, uh, sure. sometimes simultaneously with Connection Global and offering services uh, to these companies and corporations and individuals, uh, and sometimes independently, and, and really helping the companies and corporations to understand their base, their market. But even in working with Fortune 500 companies, uh, there's a passion to reach the consumer. Sure. If we've reached the consumer, then we've retained your business, we've uh, grown your finances over time. So after having spent some time in corporate America, I wanted to make that shift. I said, if I can do this for companies and corporations, the most powerful in the equation is the consumer because sure. they're the end user. How is it that I can empower the end user to really understand the entrepreneurial drive within themselves to start up their business and even one day become a Fortune 500 company? Um, so wow, even in yes. Absolutely. So even be one of those <laughs> for sure. Even in working a big with, boss bitch right here. <laughs> I, I tell you, I tell you. Even working with Fortune 500 companies, I think the strong uh, equation or the, the strong factor in the equation is the end user. Um, so really helping the end user to understand their power in the equation uh, to to really be innovative and in startup companies and corporations within themselves. And so really kind of taking all of my years of experience and 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 working in the business industry and even with my own firm, Connection Global, that truly inspired the pilot of Innovative Entrepreneur, which is my nonprofit organization. And so um, you, how do people find you, um, like you're, the people that you're going to help and be not, you know, just to help? Because as a nonprofit, what do you, how does that work for them if you're helping them under your charity? Okay, so the nonprofit organization, Innovative Entrepreneur, it teaches the fundamentals of entrepreneurship, innovation, and business development through teaching out the business plan. So individuals that come through that program, they are uh, taught to crank out a business plan based on an idea that's curated during my program. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very and cool. Very separate from Connection Global. But what sure. we do in Innovative Entrepreneur is that we position uh, budding and inspiring entrepreneurs to go out and be those um, innovative companies as we know it. So one of the things or, or many of the things that we do with Innovative Entrepreneur and the non-for-profit is that those individuals that go through our program, uh, we curate an idea during the program and we help them to carve out a business plan based on the idea that's curated in that program and really walking them through each phase of the business plan, helping them to understand why each of those components matter in the short and in the long term. Uh, at the conclusion of my nonprofit, being a part of the program, 
there's several things that we do for the entrepreneur that has gone through that program. We provide them monies to file their articles of business organization. Yeah. We, provide, we provide them uh, money and assistance with building a basic website. We provide them with the money and assistance to develop marketing materials, which includes business cards and sure. business brochures. Uh, in addition, uh, our program actually uh, provides them uh, up to six months of virtual office space um, so that they can, um, you know, complete a lot of the administrative tasks that goes along with business ownership. And finally, each of our participants in that program are provided with up to $300 in operational costs. And that's every entrepreneur that comes through Innovative Entrepreneur Program. It's amazing. So how many entrepreneurs have you, con have you had go through your program so far? Sure. So it's a newer program that started in January of 2018. Okay. Uh, and to date, we've had 30 entrepreneurs to come to our program. Okay. Wow. And so do you have a limit on how many people you want to help? Or is it just like the people that come in and they do fill out an application, I assume, and you, and you consult with them and then you decide if you're going to take them through? Yep. So in that order. So we have individuals that are interested in the program or we may have a group or educational organization that's interested in their school being a part of the program. Yeah. There may be a social service organization or church group that are interested in bringing uh, their, their aspiring entrepreneurs through that program. We have them to complete an application. Um, we lean to the expertise of our young professional association. Those are industry professionals, those that are familiar with our program on the front lines, a majority comprised of um, business professionals, industry professionals, um, those that have gone through uh, the, the, the um, college and professional industry to um, vet out um, those who come through the program. In addition to our board, um, our board sort of oversees um, the applications uh, in the interim as well. We really want to make sure that we're getting committed entrepreneurs and those that are uh, really serious about going through yeah. our program. It's, uh, it's a commitment. <laughs> Certainly, it is a it's it's a three three to five month commitment uh, to be a part of our program. It's a very rigorous program, as you can imagine. All of the things that we're offering them, uh, it's a very unique program. And one of the things that I do as well, uh, a select um, number of of participants that go through our program uh, actually are selected, and that's an evaluation process that I do alone. Kind of based on the feedback um, of the presenters and uh, being in the classroom, um, if you will, um, a select few of the participants that come through the program are made official clients of Connection Global. So at that point, I help to position them throughout the U.S. and abroad. That's um, amazing. So wow. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a very uh, selective process. And, you know, even with the Innovative Entrepreneur Program, um, I'm I'm in every single program for the first three weeks. Um, yes, as many programs as we have, I'm in every single program for the first three weeks. And so I do that purposely. In the first three weeks, there's a concentrated content that we're, we're, we're talking about, um, specifically why entrepreneurs succeed, um, sure. how you know, uh, in the life of an entrepreneur, what that looks like, um, what does it mean to be an entrepreneur, um, steps to being a successful entrepreneur. So for the first three weeks of every course, I personally come in, um, sometimes not always in person, but for the most part, virtual. 
So I teach the first three weeks of the course so that, um, uh, you know, aside. Yes, 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 yes. So from a side, uh, from building a, a business plan, um, that's really my opportunity to connect with budding entrepreneurs to really help them to understand uh, the game plan, the lay of the land, what it's like to be uh, an entrepreneur, what it's like to be a CEO. And so um, I'm graced to be able to tell that story uh, from both perspectives, having worked uh, in various professions on the front lines, in addition to now kind of heading my own firm uh, for the past 11 years. That's amazing. I'm, I just love it. I'm, I'm a fan. So why can you please tell us how people can get in touch with you and how they can, whether they're interested in your not-for-profit or just what you offer as far as, um, you know, for Connections Global? Absolutely. So uh, for those mid to large size companies and, and even beginning entrepreneurs, if they're interested in Connection Global's consultant, they can visit our website at conglobal.com. That's C-O-N-N global.com. And so if you're interested in learning more about the nonprofit, innovative entrepreneur, or even signing up for the program, exploring the program, and even being a donor to help us continue the work, they can visit that website at ienfp.org. That's ienfp.org. And I will include all these links in the body, uh, the description of the episode. But so now, now just to sidetrack really quick before we sure. jumped on and started um, talking about all the business stuff, let's just talk about something really personal. So you shared with me that you have a Bengal cat. Bingo cat. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Tell us a little bit about how, what that's like to have one of those because that is just fascinating to me. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, I, 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 I gotta tell you, I, I credit the love and, and care and feeding and, and cleaning up behind it. And, and, uh, we even, <laughs> we even give it baths, but I, I credit all of that to my wife, uh, Versi, who's also a partner in the business. Um, I actually purchased the bangle for her about two and a half years ago as a birthday gift um, from a breeder. And it was really nice how I surprised her with it. We had had dinner and I had the cat um, in the car with the windows cracked, of course. Yeah, and um, I had her to go out to the car and I said, hey, I have your gift in the back seat. And she oh opened God. it up. Yes, opened it up. The cat started making noises and she burst into tears. It's truly uh, what she's always wanted. And I was so happy to be able to get that uh, for her. That's amazing. And so um, in case anybody, anybody who's watching doesn't know, Bengal cats are, um, they get really big. Um, they're, really almost, they're almost like um, a full-size wild cat, right? Yeah, they are. It's it's a it's a hybrid of an Asian leopard. Um, so it's a it's a cat that gets really really big, really really long, and enjoys a lot of table food. Um, and it it doesn't meow, but it does like a really high pitch whine. And I have to say, um, our Bengal enjoys taking baths. Um, funny thing, my wife is actually allergic to cats, so she has to keep it cleaned in order to be able to uh, have it around. But it's a fun, amazing cat. Um, she named him after me, Tony, and he loves really high ceilings and really high oh, yeah. arcs. And, does, he jump? Yeah. Does, he, does he jump a lot? Yes, he does. He jumps and, and yeah. leaps and it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's been a joy to have him around. Very cool. So would you recommend, if you have the space, would you recommend somebody to get a Bengal cat? I would. If you have the space, I'd recommend them doing it. It's a very, very unique cat and they all love it. I assure you. I love it, Anthony. So Tony, do I call you Anthony or Tony? Ah, it doesn't matter. Tony's okay. good. 
Okay. Yeah. All right, Tony. Well, well, I know we have met prior to this and we had so much fun that night that we went out and it was around um, the whole, the basketball tournament. What was yes. that? Uh -huh. what, what was that? What's that called again? All-Star Weekend here <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah, that's how much sports <laughs> I'm into. I don't even know. But it was a pleasure meeting you that night. We had a lot of fun and I'm so grateful for you to be on the podcast to share all these wonderful things you're doing. I might have to have a sidebar conversation with you with my skincare stuff. Maybe just pick your brain a little bit um, because... I think what you offer is amazing, especially we have, we need more, our country is built on entrepreneurs. So we need more of them. We need to make sure what you're offering is a great, a great resource to, to create good, successful entrepreneurs. So I love it. Thank you for sharing. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience today? No, I appreciate your having me in fantastic work. Thank you yes, so we, much. We finally made it. We finally made it happen. So, yes, we did. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Anthony. We might have to have you back for a sec or Tony for a second uh, episode, maybe after all this COVID stuff is, is done with and see how things are going with you then. But as always, you guys, this is Deanna Kemple, your host of Label Free Podcast. Thank you so much for your support. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, share, and I will be talking to you soon.